good. Uh, welcome to the Capo Podcast. Uh, that's the new music, and we will be keeping it. First off, ad reads. First, I want you to go to Spotify, and I want you to listen to this podcast on Spotify, because Spotify makes this podcast possible. Uh, next, I want you to go to Amazon.com. I want you to buy A Long Way Back to Zion, and then uh, read it, of course, and give it a five-star review. If you haven't already, I want you to follow me on Twitter. I am at Engelman Samuel. The E and the S are capitalized. Follow me on Instagram. It is Capo Cattle Co., all lowercase. Like, share, follow, rate the show. It really does help with getting the word out about the podcast. Finally, if you want to donate to the show, you can do that. I'm not going to beg you to do it, though. So, moving on. It's been a couple weeks. Since we had a little podcast, this is my first solo episode in a long time, and it honestly feels pretty weird. feels weird to, to do this from the old home office again. I feel like I'm reading the books again. But uh, things have been busy. Uh, last couple weeks, we had, a, we had a shoot here at my house, the Camp Creek Shootout. We had that on Friday evening. Uh, that was a good turnout. There was... I don't know, eight or ten people there that shot, and uh, I think the next uh, the next podcast that's actually all of us together, we'll probably talk about it a little bit, because all the people who are usuals on the podcast were in the shoot, and then on Saturday we had a community tennis tournament, which was a lot of fun, I'm still sore from that, that was Saturday, and uh, might talk about that a little bit too. Um, other than that, I've been, you know, busy at work, been cowboying a little bit, working calves. It, it's been a, it's been a busy few weeks. Um, I've been mowing so much over and over again. It's been raining here in God's country. Uh, I will not complain about the mowing, though I am considering extending the horse lot and pins into my yard at this point. Uh, also, over the past week or two. Cormac McCarthy passed away, which is uh, that's terrible, really. Um, America's greatest living author is living no more. But if you want to be a good American, you really should read a book of his. Most of you have probably seen a movie of a book he wrote, and you may not even know it. Um, if you're kind of a, a hobby reader, you don't read a lot, you've, you've never read McCarthy... My suggestion would be read No Country for Old Men. Uh, the movie is good, but the book is better. If you like westerns, his Border Trilogy is amazing. It's what put him on the map. It's what made him famous. You may have heard of uh, or seen All the Pretty Horses. Um, if you have read him before, or you've read a bunch of books and you're really into literature, I would suggest Blood Meridian. Probably one of the best novels ever written. I did a whole podcast over Blood Meridian. Um, also, The Road is really good. Um, if you are mildly insane and you want to understand the depths of human nature's darkness, uh, Child of God is really something else. And finally, like if you're a movie person, you're not a big book person, but you're you're into movies, uh, All the Pretty Horses, No Country for Old Men, The Road, 
these were all books that he wrote that were made into movies. Uh, Child of God was too, but James Franco kind of, I don't know, he made it weird. Uh, he also wrote a play called The Sunset Limited that they made into a movie with Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel L. Jackson. It used to be on HBO. If you have HBO, it, it's probably still on there. It really is something else. You've got to put your phone down to watch it, but you'll be you'll be pulled in for sure. Uh, Jackson plays an ex-con who's turned into a preacher, and he saves Tommy Lee Jones, who is a college professor, from committing suicide by jumping in front of a train. And the two talk about the nature of life and death and God and what comes after. And it's an it's an argument of faith versus non-faith or nihilism and it is haunting and absolutely brilliant so go watch it i don't know all right that's a that was our moment for cormac mccarthy god bless him all right let's get into the topic of the the solo episode this week this is going to be a little scattered i wanted to get this one out because like i said i'm going to the mountains and and I haven't really taken any notes, but I feel like I got to get this in before before I leave or we won't have an episode for a couple weeks. So tonight I want to talk about conspiracy theories. You you want to talk about conspiracy theories. Everybody wants to talk about conspiracy theories. A few years ago, people just kind of laughed at conspiracy theories. And I know I'm kind of the conspiracy guy in my circle of friends and family. But after the last few years, I feel like there's this area of a lot of people who are starting to say, hmm, if you have watched the news, if you've been paying any sort of attention, you've probably noticed this. There are people that are starting to look at all these conspiracy theories and say, you know what? There might be something to this. At least they are if they're paying attention. I mean, almost everything the experts said about COVID turned out to be bullshit. Things that you'd get kicked off the internet and fired from your job for saying back in 2020 are just understood at this point. And people are just kind of nervously laughing about it or trying to forget about it, but there are a lot, there's a lot of folks that aren't. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of folks who lost loved ones who weren't allowed to see them or have funerals, and while this was going on, and they weren't allowed to even have a funeral, they watched on the news while a drug fiend and criminal had three funerals and a golden casket and was raised to sainthood on the news and people haven't really people who went through shit they haven't forgot about that they haven't forgot this uh this sainthood that was put on george floyd while they weren't even allowed to have a funeral for their grandma and then people who watched all of the the celebrating in the streets after the election of of Biden's quote unquote victory, uh, those people, 
who were watching that but still weren't even allowed to go to church. They aren't laughing. People who saw their kids set back two years in education, they're starting to realize that that is going to affect their children for the rest of their lives. And they aren't really laughing about it. Everything the so-called experts said about it was wrong, and everyone who was branded a loony conspiracy theorist was right. I'm lucky I lived here, where I do, because I don't know if I would have survived in other places. I remember being, because I was teaching at the public school at the time, and I remember, like, the mention of, hey, there might be this, there might be that, um, we might do a mask mandate. I remember doing parent-teacher conferences and the superintendent bringing me, like, two boxes of, of masks for people to, to wear while they were in parent-teacher conferences. And then when he walked out of the room, I threw him away because he was a dumb shit. Um, anyway, I, I don't know if I would have survived in other places. And I'm glad I live where I do in a tiny little town in a very red part of the country because I, I couldn't deal with the dumb shits. So, now let's let's move on. So the conspiracy theory that I want to talk about though. I don't I don't want to harp on COVID because everybody's kind of understands that at this point. I want to talk about climate change, agenda 21, carbon taxes, all that sort of stuff. I'm sure if you've been listening for a while, you've heard some of this before. Hell, it's it's what the books are about if you've read them. And I remember during Obama's term, the cap-and-trade bill. And a lot of people don't remember this. A lot of people don't know about the taxes that were in the cap-and-trade bill, and they don't understand that the cap-and-trade bill would have, pit, would have put most small ranchers out of business overnight, and a bunch of dairy farmers too. Now, thank God it didn't pass at the time. But if you think that people like Obama and his supporters have changed their mind on that idea of that cap-and-trade bill that he proposed, you're fooling yourself. Because Biden was talking about it in a speech just the other day. He made the claim that his administration will have conserved quote-unquote, 30% of the all-U.S. lands and waters by 2030. Well, he actually said by 2020 because he has dementia and he shits himself, but everybody knows what he meant was 2030. And it's because this thing that he means uh, by 2030 is the government seizing land from people. And it's the same thing that Obama wanted to do. It is what all the climate people want to do. It is always what leftists want to do. They want to take land away from the middle class. From those filthy kulaks. Uh, and they want to put it under the control of the government. When I was writing my book, uh, 
books. Agenda 21 was the conspiracy theory of the day. But it wasn't just craziness. The globalists meant it. The Church of Climate Change demanded this thing. This thing we, we people just talked about as Agenda 21. And it goes like this, basically. Farming and ranching is bad because it produces too much carbon, so we have to close it down. That is what they say. It's not what they really mean, but it is what they say. What they mean is that the kulaks are standing in our way, and we want to control all the agriculture so that we can control all the people, just like Stalin did, just like Mao did. Stalin starved half of Ukraine back during the mid-1900s. Mao created the worst famine the world had ever seen. And that is power. That is a, a power that most people can't even compre- comprehend. And, and communists like Obama and Biden and all the other demons on the left, they understand that power and they want that power. But who stands in the way of that power? Well, the American farmers and ranchers. There are millions of them. They are more self-sufficient than any other people on earth, and they have a lot of guns. They aren't goat herders in Afghanistan with a second-grade education. They aren't helpless and disarmed like European farmers are. They aren't collapsing like South Africa is. They aren't the third world like Latin America is. And that makes them a problem. The Dutch aren't a problem. That's why the government can shut down all these farms with impunity and then celebrate it. The Irish aren't a problem. That's why the government can decide to kill hundreds of thousands of cattle to meet climate goals. You know who is a problem? America's heartland. Farmers and ranchers who don't give a shit what the government says. Why do you think they're so scared of Bun- of the Bundy thing a few years back? You remember? You remember that? There was a bunch of cowboys on horseback that stood down the FBI and the ATF with guns. And the FBI and the ATF went home because they knew what kind of nightmare of public relations it would be at the time if they just killed them all. Spoiler alert, that that time has passed. And they are getting to the point where they think they can absolutely get away with that. And they probably could, but it would just create an insurgency at this point. Anyway, this is what they're after. It's not just a conspiracy theory anymore. They're saying it out loud, and they are implementing it in Europe. Why? The the rational, classical liberal would say, why? Why? Why do they want to do something this insane? Well, it's because they're evil. And then the, uh, the classical liberal would say, Oh, evil. What does that even mean? Evil isn't even logical. Nope, it sure ain't. 
But do these people really seem logical to you? The people arguing for the transing of children? For, for genital mutilation of minors? Oh, you're crazy. They're not doing that, says the opposition. Well, yes, they are. And here are, you know, several examples of them doing it. And then what do you hear? You hear denial. No, that's not happening. You're just being a homophobic bigot. <sighs> okay, whatever. That's where we're at. It's sad, and it's it's just the reality where we are. And if you are middle class in the heartland of America, if you are a farmer or a rancher, you are a kulak. They think of you the same way the Bolsheviks thought of kulaks. And what did the Bolsheviks do to the kulaks? Well, they murdered them. They took everything they owned. They raped and killed their wives and daughters in front of them. They hated them. And you best come to terms with that reality because it's right around the corner. But you've got something that the Kulaks didn't have. There are more of you than there were Kulaks, first off. And the Kulaks didn't have a lot of guns. Why do you think they are trying so hard to ban semi-automatic rifles? Do you really think it's for the children? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that's what it is. It's it's for the children. It's because of the school shootings. You know, it, it's not because if you take Chicago and Philadelphia and LA and two or three other cities, if you take those cities out of the gun statistics, all of a sudden the United States isn't even the, in the top 100 for gun violence. It's not because of that. It's for the children, right? Sure. So, if you are a kulak, or you are the friend of kulaks, you better get yourself a rifle, and you better start learning how to use it. Because if you think that they're going to change their minds at this point, that ain't going to happen. This is a religion to them. A religion that is more serious even than Christianity is to 90% of Christians who go to church on Sunday. In fact, a lot of those Christians, quote-unquote, are way more serious about the, the leftist climate paganism than they are the, the cross and Christ crucified. Search your heart. Tell me I'm wrong. All right. I've ranted enough for tonight. This, this is going to have to get you by until... Uh, I don't know, until next week when I come back. So I will catch you guys next time on the Capo Podcast. Have a lovely week, and hopefully I'll be back with guests next time you see me.